Canuck Central in the Kintec studio. It's San Richo and Satyar Shah. Check out uh, all of uh, the things that happened earlier in the show, including an interview with Patrick Alvine, where we try to get as much information as possible out of the Canucks general manager. Tried. Uh, now on your favorite podcatcher, subscribe, leave a review. We do appreciate it. Uh, but it is Wednesday, and we've now got overrated or underrated here on Canucks Central. Yeah, you know the game every Wednesday here on Canuck Central. You give us topics and we debate if they are overrated, underrated, or sometimes they can be perfectly rated. It is possible, though unlikely. All right, producer Josh Elliott-Wolf and uh, Eddie Gregory with us today behind the glass. All right, we will start with this one. Austin and Langley, very simple. Trading up, overrated or underrated? Okay, trading up. Uh, generally, I am. Uh, I'm a fan of going to get your guy. Uh, uh, it always depends on the price. It it does. Uh, but it's uh, if you look through the the annals of history, it is more likely than not when you trade up, you are going to end up not being overly happy yeah with the uh with the trade up it depends on where you trade up from like tyler from coco um no sorry uh he had he had a good comment but it was uh leaf roller lean who yep. texted in and mentioned how there was an infamous brian burke trade up oh yeah in anaheim traded up from 20 was a 30 and 35 to get tyler biggs and with those two draft selections ricard raquel and john gibson mm-hmm. to anaheim so yeah, that was uh, that was when Berkey was the general manager in Toronto, and uh, let's just say Tyler Biggs might be one of the worst draft picks in the history of the first round. Not great. Well, Connor <laughs> Bleakley is pretty close too. There's a few of them that are really, really bad. Yeah, like uh, who was it that Yarmo Kekalainen drafted a couple of years ago? Sh- Sh- no, not Sharon Govich. Uh, Shinnikov. Shinnikov. Yeah. yeah. Igor Shinnikov. Remember? Uh, was it? everybody? <laughs> Mike Feuda was like. What? Shinne- Who is this guy? Mike Feuda was, and like Sam Consino. Sam's like, Sam's, uh, even Sam's, Sammy Cons- Sam's like, I'm going to be honest. I, I didn't even look at this guy. I didn't even have my top 100. <laughs> but like, that's, uh, you know, and, and he's already played NHL games. Tyler yeah. Biggs is like nowhere to be found. He was like, Berkey was just like, truculence, we need it. 100%. And, uh, now, high in the out. draft, if you're moving up to like, you know, second, third pick or something like that, I think that's good. Mm-hmm. Anywhere else, I'm. I'm, I'm usually it doesn't usually work out like even in things. the NFL draft you know how many guys like um you know the Niners trading up for Trey Lance it's quarterback so you kind of have to it's different like, I, I guess so but did it work out for them well, not yet I have to I still hold Trey Lance stock okay. I haven't given up Brock Purdy he was Mr. Irrelevant he's already done more than Trey Lance in the NFL Trey Lance got injured okay <laughs> He's trying his best. <laughs> Sat's just like hoarding a bunch of like Trey Lance autographed rookie cards. I, uh, I have like, some. I'm hopeful. I, I have some stock that's going to turn. I can't sell the stock yet. Dig it deep into the uh, pile of excuses. <laughs> yeah. You got hurt. Not his fault. Uh, next one. Discount Dracula. Overrated or underrated? The Canucks trading with a desperate cap team instead of signing someone in free agency. Uh, I mean, I think that's an underrated notion. 
in general because because I'm I'm actually I like that idea, but I don't think Vancouver wants to burn a lot of their cap space on someone that can't really play for them. So it has to be somebody that they still feel like can give them something. So if they're taking the contract back, it's somebody that can be the fourth line, third line mm -hmm. physical guy, right? Or third line center potentially, or be that lefty defenseman who's overpaid potentially. I could see them doing that, but it has to be someone who helps them. And I don't think they're going to just do it for, you know, a bunch of dead weight. There's a few guys I think you could look at that this is possible with. And it's hard not to be a fan of this idea. You know, how many options are out there and, and available in practice? Maybe not as many as, as we might think, but... We've talked about the Boston options, whether it's Grizzlick or Forbert. How much are you having to pay to get those guys? Is it not that much? Is Boston giving you something? Uh, I wonder about those types of situations. But in theory, it's very underrated to be able to do it. Uh, I think the amount of talk it's getting, uh, overrated in the likeliness it'll actually happen. Mm -hmm. All right, next one comes from North. Signing free agents from cup-winning teams. Overrated or underrated? <laughs> mm. uh, I, I feel like the, these some of these are like leading questions. They're very you know? planted. They're planted. <laughs> Did you plant these, Josh? Um, Who I could this be about? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I mean, in general, it's an overrated notion. Bivan Iversev. Bivan. Bivan Iversev. I mean, in general, I think if you're doing it for that sake, yes, it's overrated. Yeah. But if you're doing it for the player that fits what you're looking for it can make it all comes down to the player and the fit mm -hmm. you know like again like Barbashev makes a lot of sense for this team for the player type he is yeah but does it make sense unless you move money out and does it make sense if you have to overpay and I'd say no to both here's what I found interesting I saw that New York is looking to move Barclay Goodrow and he was fantastic when Tampa Bay won their two cups yeah and then he got paid yeah I mean that might be an example of that yeah like Barclay Goodrow now I don't love the contract but, but the player is great. The play, he can help you out a little bit. Like what? What does? What do the Rangers give you to take on Barkley Goudreau? Do they give you Lafreniere? <laughs> well, I mean, if you do Lafreniere, I mean, you're laughing. You say, okay, yeah. fine, right? Like, hey, I'll, I'll roll the dice here and like, I'll take Lafreniere. I'm not sure they're doing that. Are they? Are they putting Lafreniere on a cap dump essentially? Yeah. You have to give something up if you can get Lafreniere. I think. Like, well, how about? I mean, we're, since we're playing armchair GM, the question but came I mean, in, and, like, and Eddie mentioned it. Would you like Hoaglander and one one of your thirds? For uh, Lafreniere and Goudreau or something, right? But still, I man, Goudreau's owed like that's what four years, man, at like close to three and a half, like over three and a half, three point six million. Bucks. Can play center if need be, but he is more of a winger. Is physical, can do different things for you, obviously. But he's also owed in terms of real cash. He's owed almost sixteen million dollars. Yeah, that's a lot of money to take on. So, like in terms of real cash, how much? Do you have to give up to get him? I'd do it for him at Lafreniere. I'd yeah. roll the dice on that. It's generally like that's at least a first-round pick you're giving up to get rid of that contract. Right. So. And if you're not given that, Lafreniere's probably worth, what, at best a late first right now because yeah. the stock's gone down? It's probably more like a second. I'd say he did He did have 40 points this year, though. Yeah. Almost, right? Like It's not like, he, it's not like he's been nothing. He wasn't so. a ghost. No. I'd say you're right. Most teams are probably offering a second, but the actual value might be late first. It's that that's an interesting one as far as, you know, cap dumps go and, and taking on somebody else's problem that might be able to fit one of your needs yeah. as a solution. Um, when it comes to uh, signing free agents that are coming off a, a cup run, 
it's it's overrated. You know, you're you're leading us into that answer when you put out that topic, especially with all the talk about Ivan Barbashev. I love Barbashev. Barbashev's an incredible player, you know, and fits probably on the Canucks' first mm-hmm. line with Elias Pettersson would fit next to J.T. Miller as a winger on this team. But as a power forward type, you know, if he loses half a step in the next couple of years as he gets closer to the age 30, you know, and you're paying that guy $5 bucks, and now his value isn't quite as nice, you know, that's where it starts to get tough. And it starts to be one of those eyesore free agent contracts that you've signed. And I'm always wary of, of the power forward type, the guy that plays that kind of game, because you look through history, generally, they seem to fade, they seem to decline a little bit quicker than some other player types. Yeah, although I think Barbashev is um, is a very smart hockey player, and he's, I don't know, I, I like Barbashev a lot. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> I like Barbashev. Sats. I'm team Barbashev. Yeah, Sats, Sats a big Barbashev guy. P. Nackies, the Hockey Hall of Fame, overrated or underrated? Oh yeah, this. If we're if we're talking about the committee, it's a, well, you know what? The Hockey Hall of Fame is is overrated. There's too many guys in there that it's like the Hockey Hall of Very Good. Yeah, I know. I, I don't think. I mean, that's no. I, I mean, there there are a lot of players that have played. We we have over 100 and some years of NHL history. Yes, there's gonna be a lot of players in the Hockey Hall of Fame because the hockey the hockey's been around for a long yeah. time, right? So but, I do think that's a little unfair. Yeah. In general, about that. But I do think the reasons why they're holding McGillney out this time is overrated. Like, if it's because, like, they, they think it's it's too toxic to put a Russian in right now because of the circumstances, that's yeah. just, I mean, are you doing it by merit or are you doing it by... Mm-hmm. Especially given, you know, McGillney's history, you know, running yeah. away from the KGB to, to defect yeah. and play in the NHL. Of, of all the guys! Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, come on. If the Hall of Fame is to tell the story about the history of hockey, but yeah. here's the question I've had. What is Pierre Turgeon's best moment? Uh, getting hit by Dale. That was the what I came up with. <laughs> but in all seriousness, though, what is his best moment? Uh, Scoring a bunch of points. Yeah. yeah like a Hall of Longevity really, and regular season success. Yeah, he didn't have a moment. Yeah, he was he was really good. I always consider Pierre Turgeon one of the best players to be on bad teams for for a long time. Like he played on teams that didn't get anywhere. He was on those Islanders teams. And then he goes to St. Louis and they were kind of close but not really. Yeah. I look. I'm not. Tom Barrasso had a great career. Mike Vernon had a great career. You know, and and there are worthy okay. Hall of Fame goaltenders. However, However, it just feels like this year they were like, well, we've kind of overlooked a bunch of goalies in the past, so let's put a bunch of goalies in this year. And it's just like, how do you go about figuring your okay. class out? I've, I've made my year? argument. Sorry, sorry. Go sorry. ahead. Go ahead. But since we've talked about this earlier today, Dan. Yes. I made my argument for Mike Vernon. And I'm not a big Tom Brasso for the Hall of Fame fan, but I get it back-to-back cups on those two banquets. One of Vesna. Yeah, as an 18-year-old, it was great, and he's had an excellent hey, career. You know what? That that first cup, though, he he was injured. You know, they had to like Frank they were Peter going through, like, yeah, They were Ken Frank Pietrangelo glove save away from not Frank winning. Pietrangelo, you know, he was yeah. uh, doing drywall with my my buddy's father, and then all of a sudden he just disappeared. He's like, where'd he go? What oh, happened? The Penguins called him up. He's got to play in the playoffs. But here's my case for Mike Vernon, and I was pro Mike Vernon all the way for getting in the Hall of Fame because of his career and his postseason success. He's eighth all-time in playoff wins with 77. And only goalies in the top 10, not in the Hall of Fame for playoff wins, are Marc-Andre Fleury, who will get in. Mm -hmm. And then I weighed it against 
goalies that have gone into the Hall of Fame after the original six expansion who have less playoff wins than Vernon but are in the Hall of Fame. Hasek, Barrasso, Jerry Cheevers, Henrik Lundqvist, Esposito, Perrant, Luongo, Jockerman, Vashon, and soon-to-be Kerry Price. Yeah. yeah. And for that, I rest my case for Mike Vernon because he had postseason success. You know what? That, that's a better case than I was going to make because I was going to defend Mike Vernon too. I mean, I think people forget or don't know – he was considered maybe the big game goalie in the league for a while. Yeah, yeah. For a while, like he was considered, and like if you On went the up against nine Flames, yeah, won, uh, you know, took the job from Chris Osgood in '97 with the Wings, won and, the Conn Smythe. And any time your team faced Mike Vernon, you knew it was going to be a tough night for your team. And he Even did go to the Stanley Cup Final four times he did. as a goaltender. He did, and like when he was on, he was as good as anybody in the league. Yeah. Like I think in his like, era, in his era, in his era, right? He was. He was as good as anybody during his era. And I know the numbers you look at, like, well, they're like they're not impressive, but he compared to the era and. Compared to how the game was being played, like and he I was think, legit. I think people forget, like or don't know, like how how feared Mike Vernon was as a goaltender. It's just like there's there's a phase that the committee is in right now that just bugs me. It's like we've overlooked goalies for too long, so we're gonna put in a bunch of goalies now, like Rogi Vashon getting in off after all these years. Like, did you not think about this guy before? Like, <laughs> he stopped playing like forever ago. I think today opens the door for guys like Chris Osgood. And the debate for John Quick and Corey Crawford when they come. Well, up. Cujo should be in there too. No. Yeah. No, he's. Cuj- the, I think Vernon was a better goalie than Cujo. Cujo's a product no, of that. a long regular season career. He got up there and wins. He did pass Terry Sawchuk, but he also has the most losses of any goalie in the NHL history. <laughs> I am not a Cujo for the Hall of Fame guy. Curtis right. Joseph was really good, but it, he I was. Think, I think there was a window, right? He was a shorter window where he was considered like excellent. But, no, still still pretty good. He dragged some bad, bad teams deeper than they should have gotten to. Yeah, especially those Leafs teams. And the Oilers. Uh, but especially I'll- those Leafs teams. <laughs> uh, also, just get Alex McGillney in the Hall of Fame, and I'll have a brighter view of the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Uh, basketball Phil. Insiders announcing draft picks before their main. Oh, overrated so over- overrated. I hate it. I'm watching the draft to, to see what happens. Like, yeah. Don't you like watching a draft and seeing – what the decision is when the when the commissioner walks up to the podium drives me nuts, man. Right? Yeah. Like that's that's the moment. That's if like, it oh. was like a couple days before, I wouldn't mind it. Mm. But or like I don't mind it as much when that happens. When it's happening moments before, I hate it. That I hate. I hate it. I just want to watch the draft. I don't need you to spoil the draft. It's like it's like going to a movie and having somebody tell you what's going to happen in the next scene. It's just it's like like, wh- like why am I here? I get it. Like cool flex, bro. But at the same time. I'd rather just like enjoy the draft as it happens. So has Shams come out and said he's not going to do it, or is Shams just going to do it because Woj isn't doing it? I don't think they. I don't know if he said yet. It was funny, like it was funny that year where they, um, where you know they they tried to get Woj to stop doing it. Oh yeah. And then he just started rephrasing the tweets, being yes. like, "I feel like the Wizards might like this guy." Yeah. With the next pick <laughs> in, the, yeah. in the NBA draft. So at least it was funny. It was, but still. You know, and it, it, it sort of added to the experience. But generally, most years, I'm just like, especially now that it's been done so often, I'm kind of just like, can I just watch the draft in peace and not, uh, you know, not have any spoilers? I, dr- I blocked Woj one year because if you just mute him or whatever, like you still see retweets and people quote right, tweeting right. and whatever. So I blocked him. And he's and still have people like, you know, mentioning the things he's saying. Like it, it ruins the social media experience, too. So it's overrated. Yes. All right. Uh, Justin and East Van and Chef Swagger. Flight <laughs> delays when flying home. Oh, my God. Overrated or underrated? <sighs> Depends where you are. Like, if you're at an all-inclusive resort in Mexico and you get the early, uh, 
And this has happened to me once in Los in, in Cabo where we got like an early notification. Your flight's been delayed to like later today. So you get more time mm. on the resort. You get more time to enjoy your stay in Mexico and it's not costing you anything. You get more time at the pool, more time in the sun. That that was great. But earlier this week when I uh, had a four hour flight delay and it cost me being on the show on Monday. Yeah. And, Sponging all of my OEL takes. It, uh, <laughs> but what if the resort has a checkout time? You have to lug around all your stuff for an well, extra few like hours. Well, they still like hold your luggage uh, in their secret room where it may get stolen. But uh, yeah, that's the thing. I don't, I don't like delays <laughs> of any kind of any, even at the resort. So no. it's like now I got to like well, lug Sat, all my stuff. You're just like a pure schedule guy. You're, yeah, I, I, I need my schedule, and I, and I need it to be stuck to. I I do, but I also need to have I need to have peace of mind for where I put my stuff. Like if I'm traveling, like like Eddie mentioned, like where am I leaving my stuff now for five or six hours at, at the right, at the right. hotel? And to his point, I ain't trusting half half the people that touch my luggage nowadays. And yeah. you hate the weight of the belt, don't you? Because you <laughs> think the airport might have lost something. Yeah. Oh, I'm with worst, you on that. The worst. That's the thing about uh, the air tags now. It's like this happened to me in uh, right in the summer in Europe. It's like you're on the plane, and you know, before you go into airplane mode, you do that one last check, like, all right, where's my luggage? And it's like, oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> it's not on the plane. Well, where's my Why is it in Istanbul? <laughs> Guess I'm screwed. Uh, luggage is still in Frankfurt. Oh, well. Yeah. Uh, so, yes, flight delays, definitely overrated. Flight delays while you're on the tarmac, especially, I'm going to say, are the worst. We waited on the tarmac for an hour. They even, like, shut off the, I don't know, they shut off the plane for a time. They're like, it might get uncomfortable. The air conditioning won't be on. Like, why are you shutting it off? <laughs> what is happening? And a baby starts to cry. Yeah. It's like, oh, man. Sweating. Nightmare fuel. Yeah. Uh, Luke, the bartender. Homemade submarines. Overrated or underrated? Oh, underrated. If so you get a proper like, sub bread. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can make your own, like, sub 100%. So you're just making, like, a panino at home? Yeah, but not not. I don't mean like panino. He means like I'm thinking of a sub, like uh, not a panini. Like a submarine. Yeah, like a sub sandwich. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. I, I don't know if that's the, that's the sub he's talking about. Of really, he said. Did he say sub? What is he talking about? Well, submarine. I guess he's also, like the. Oh, are we oh! talking about that one? Yeah. Oh, home. I'm thinking about food. Look at me. I'm hungry. Can you tell us almost <laughs> I mean, time? Usually, overrated, underrated goes in the food, food direction. Yeah, yeah. I thought yeah. you were joking. I was like yeah. waiting for you to oh, bring it back. back. Like, was that a guy? homemade submarine that they were on? Well, pretty much. But oh, you know what? One thing I will say: overrated, making jokes about. I mean, yeah. it's like these, these poor people. And I know people saying, "What about other situations?" Like, we don't need to do what about it. It sucks when anybody gets lost at sea. Like, yes. it's you know, like. I'm not following it because I think it's like it's like marching towards a death sentence, and it's like mm-hmm. it's, it's very a, disconcerting. Like the stories about this, like and people paying two hundred fifty thousand dollars, you think you're getting like you know a proper yeah. thing to take you down and have this cool experience. Then you're hearing like this thing was put together with like duct tape and stuff. It's like man, yeah. <laughs> but how much worse this is, is the irony? Fuel, really? Like I feel so bad for yeah. those people. How much worse is the irony that they are actually going down to see the Titanic? Not just some random ship right? that sank. Yeah. Oh my gosh, just like disaster while you're yeah. going to see a disaster in history, right? Like it's it's it just I mean it's just like thinking about it, like the whole claustrophobia of it too. Yeah, like it's adding an extra chapter to the story a hundred whatever years later. Oh my goodness, no, I know, I didn't. Yeah, I'd I'd say though, like, couldn't pay me to get on one of those things. No, no, even if it was just going like. Nope. Not, not super deep. I am not in. No, no, I'm out. thanks. I'm out. But uh, homemade sub sandwiches. Yes, homemade. I'm all underrated. For it. 
Speaking of which, man, man, when you go the extra mile with a homemade sandwich, it makes that much of a difference. Like toasting the bread or, you know, making a little sauce to go on, on top of the sandwich if you haven't, you know, got a pre-bought store-made sauce of some kind. I don't know. Yeah. But like going the extra mile, melting the cheese, doing the extra, mm. the right vegetables, the oh, yeah. right veggie, the, the right, right veggies, cuts. the right, right cuts, cuts. Yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. Go the extra mile when you're making the. The homemade sandwich. I've been all aboard uh, putting sprouts on my sandwich. Oh, big, big, big call. Good yeah. call, Matt. Smart. Smart. Alfalfa sprouts? Alfalfa sprouts. Yeah, the great for sandwiches. The big yeah. and sweet Very alfalfa tasty. sprouts on sandwiches. Anyways. Uh, next one. they have one. healthy benefits? I would assume so. Mm-hmm. They're in the vegetable section, so that, that's my bar. <laughs> it must be healthy. Yeah. Uh, Mike G. Going to sneak in a non-Canucks related one. What's your opinion on Chelsea? Using sorry selling players to Saudi League to stat FFP compliant, <laughs> also selling Havertz to Arsenal is a strange one. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, Havertz isn't strange. I mean, they're trying to sign him to an extension. He has two years left. He doesn't want to sign. What do Chelsea's you do? Chelsea's overrated. Like, in general, Chelsea is overrated. They what? bought all these guys. They got all these guys, and they, they still stink. Well, I mean, they're building you know? a long-term plan. They bought all these young players, guys in their early 20s. They're, they're all excited build... about their new manager. They're, they're going to sack him in a month. No, they're not. Bring back Frank Lampard oh, as the stop interim. It. It's going to be – Pochettino's fine. I have faith in Mauricio Pochettino. Hey, Havertz – They're going to be stuck with Lukaku. Uh, no, they're not. Through the course of the year. This should, arm str- this, this should strong-arm that dude, though, 100%. <laughs> but uh, nonetheless, I think um, the Havertz thing, they try to they ask him to sign an extension. He doesn't want to sign. You yeah. don't want to be in a situation where he's in the final year like they are with Mount. So I get it, right? So you sell a guy who doesn't want to be there, whatever. Um, the the Saudi League one, are, are people crying about Ruben Neves being sold for $55 million from Wolves? Yeah, but Ruben Neves is like really good. Yeah, but how much is, how much is Hakim Ziyech getting paid to go? Eight million pounds. Yeah. How much is Lukaku getting paid? Seventeen million pounds. I mean, it's a pittance compared to what Chelsea played paid for those players and what other players are getting paid to go there. So it's not even so much about using them. They bought Koulibaly for like thirty some million pounds, yeah. like six months ago. No, last last summer. He's still worth about fifteen twenty million or so. He goes to the Saudi League. Like it's not like they're selling guys for like a hundred million pounds or anything here. And guess what? Newcastle they own Newcastle. Do you think they're just doing Chelsea favors? <laughs> they're businessmen. Yeah. Stop all this. I mean, it's nonsense. Use your brains. Be logical. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, look at this guy. And this guy's like a we'll Juve fan, and he's always talking about conspiracies. Uh, Juve is the only team that gets in trouble for these guys. Yeah, of Chelsea things. never has. Uh, <laughs> we'll end with a, a couple here. So Canberra pedicures. Overrated or underrated? Overrated. Never overrated. had one. Have you had one, Seth? Yes. I feel like I haven't had one. I feel like they would be rewarding, but also I'm very ticklish. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're yeah, overrated. I, yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I guess they're over. Like, I've never had one, so they must be overrated. I mean, they're fine, but it's I, like, I feel like whatever. I take good care of my feet already. I mean, I can cut my own toe. <laughs> like... You know, and like you don't want. I mean, if if you do the file, uh, the bottom of your feet or whatever, it's like if you do that once, you got to keep doing it, so it gets worse. So it's like you got to continue going. Yeah. And like you can get infections and all that sort of stuff and everything. And I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, for me, and I know I know there are people that like them and enjoy them. Great, have at it, man. Do your thing. Just just not for me. All right. All right. And last one here, Discount Dracula, sneaking your snacks into movies. Oh, underrated. Yeah. Yeah. Big, big underrated move. Now, I always get theater popcorn and pop. 
Yeah. Because, like, you have to get the fresh you popcorn. Trying to sneak no, I can't popcorn. do that. No, it doesn't taste. I mean, like, one of the, the best parts popcorn about, actually, like, tastes that that good. When I go yeah. to the movies, if I'm going to the theater, I'm going for the theater experience, which includes the popcorn. Like, it, it's together. Like, you can't do one without the other. What's the point of going to the theater otherwise? <laughs> Seriously. Uh, and the underrated value of it goes up by the year. With the price of everything going up yes. and up and up. But yeah, like, you know, you go, you can go to the movie theater, pay like eight bucks for a bag of nibs, or you could just go to the, you know, convenience store before you go and <laughs> get them for two bucks. I'm a big uh, peanut butter M&M's guy while watching a movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely smart. stop at the Walmart. Inflation, man. You gotta, you gotta take, uh, take your wins wherever you can get them. I sneak a smart sweets in because <laughs> I try to be healthy. So I do the healthy candies, yes. but then the popcorn. I can only imagine what the superstore on. A boost of revenue from the people going to movies next door at the theater. Right. 100%. Uh, all right. You can imagine walking in with a Costco-sized <laughs> bags of candy and stuff. Yeah. What is this, Twizzlers for the entire theater? Uh, come Just pass it Don't around. make it too obvious now. <laughs> we know people are doing this, but come on. Uh, Colby Barlow, overrated or underrated? Uh, we might find out tomorrow when we get to talk to him on Canucks. Central. He's part of the show. Also, Shayna Goldman on tomorrow's program. As we continue to get you ready for the big off-season dates on the NHL calendar. For producers Josh and Eddie, my co-host Sat, I'm Dan. You've been listening to Canuck Central.